sitting in my kitchen on a Saturday afternoon thinking about poetry, not writing poetry, but thinking about it. it it's, it's very nice to have a little bit of quiet time. And I was making a point about poetry today that poets have certain tools that they use, a bit like golf clubs they keep in a bag, without which they, they often won't write great poems. Now, you can write a great poem without any of the tools I'm going to mention. But just have a listen to this one. It's a poem by Seamus Heaney, and it's called uh, Bog Oak. And I'll read you... Um, actually, look, I'll read the whole poem. Bog Oak. A carter's trophy split for rafters. A cobwebbed, black, long-seasoned rib under the first thatch. I might tarry with the moustached dead, the creel fillers, or eavesdrop on their hopeless wisdom as a blown down of smoke struggles over the half-door and misling rain blurs the far end of the cart-track. The softening ruts lead back to no oak groves, no cutters of mistletoe in the green clearings. Perhaps I just make out Edmund Spencer, dreaming sunlight, encroached upon by geniuses who creep out of every corner of the woods and glens towards watercress and carrion. Now, I, I read that point for only one reason, and it is the phrase, and mizzling rain blurs the far end of the cart track. The word misling isn't a word that I've ever used, and the only place I've ever come across it is, is in Seamus Heaney, in this particular poem by Seamus Heaney. But when I was reading the poem, I thought to myself, wow, when you read Heaney, you get, uh, you get an education. And misling very much reminded me of drizzling. And drizzling rain is such a familiar phrase that mizzling felt like a, uh, a fresh one. And what I was thinking today is that what a poet does often is they're looking for a fresh word. They have the phrase drizzling rain in their head. So they turn to Rosie's thesaurus of English words and phrases. And this is a book which has already sold, it says on the cover, 32 million copies it contains a quarter of a million words, phrases and expressions. And I have one that was newly updated to reflect the language of the 1990s, so maybe I should get another one. But if you look up rain in Roger's Thesaurus, you get a whole load of words for rain, and among them is the word mizzle. Mizzle. So then I thought, right, well, it it's, comes immediately after drizzle. And it's a verb. So I guess that means that drizzling and mizzling are perfectly legitimate words. But I then turned to, and this is a tool, you see, I'm talking about a dictionary. I have the Collins's English Dictionary here. And I looked up mizzle in it, and I, I'm actually going to find it now for you. Because all I can remember is that it means, it's another word for drizzle. But I might as well read you the, the dictionary definition of mizzle. 
um, mizzle, yeah. It's a dialect word for drizzle. In the 15th century, it, ca it came in the 15th century, perhaps from low German, missine, missine, so drizzle. Compares with the Dutch dialect, I can't pronounce dust. And there's misly is also a word. And uh, so, I, I, I thought, yeah, that's what... I don't know what I can say really. Not not all people writing very good poems. There are wonderful poems which are written entirely with familiar words, used in a fresh way, mind you. But there are also poems within which there are fresh words that you've never heard before and that become, when you find them and look them up, they become an education in themselves. So that's one tool that a poet has. A thesaurus and you know I go well I don't carry it around with me all in town all the time but if I sit down at home to to write a poem and I'm looking for a fresh way to say something I will often turn to thesaurus I don't know all the words by any means <laughs> I know a tiny number of words in all but uh, I've actually put words in poems which I've written down for the very first time. And I'm quite sure that a lot of people think, oh, Paul is uh, using a word. I didn't realize he uses that word all the time, but he d I didn't use it all the time. And the poem educates me when I'm writing it. Um, the other tool, the other very, very handy thing to have, if you like, is a rhyming dictionary. Now, I have the Penguin Rhyming Dictionary here, perfectly good enough for me. But if I'm looking for a word that, let's just take here, a word that rhymes... Oh, I know, I thought of this one. A, a word that rhymes with vampire. So let's suppose I want a word that rhymes with vampire. Somewhere in here, I found the word. No, well, in the back of the, in the, back of the Rhyming Dictionary... There is a very large assortment of words, right? So I look up that and I put look up vampire in it and I, it should be easy to find. It's a fairly common word. Uh, vampire, uh, it says number eight. So I turn to page eight here and I got how many words do I want that rhyme with vampire for the... Uh, I've got a word ire, buyer, Dire, fire, gyre, a gyre, uh, hire, liar. Okay, then I want, I want a really long word. I want a, a long word that rhymes with it. And I got retro choir. I got Molly Maguire. But I've got all load of words here like foxfire, transpire, umpire. I got samfire, bonfire, gunfire. Now, you'd be sitting there and you'd be writing a poem which requires a rhyme and you know you could be racking your head for one you might want a three-syllabled word or you might want a one-syllabled word or you might well you, you you'd be after a word that has got a certain number of syllables so if you want a word that means the same thing use a thesaurus but if you want a word that's uh, different and uh, may very well be useful to you having a um, rhyming dictionary is also so there you are, two things I'm thinking about, two golf clubs in the bag. Um, because these poets who write big long poems, 
each of which line rhymes or even has half rhymes in it, they have some great help available. So it just means that novice poets like ourselves, you know, we can, uh, we can be helped. And uh, not all poets go around carrying all their words in their knapsack and all their rhymes in their coat pocket. Anyway, happy writing, happy uh, composition and, and happy reading.